0: grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. And welcome to Homebrew Bound, the best beer show on the internet. Well, at least according to our mothers. (laughs) Right. Uh, Joining us today is Eric. Hey, guys. And Carlos. I'm here. Who know know their way around some beer? I do, to say the least. You could say that. It probably wouldn't be true. (laughs) They're learning. They're learning. They're learning. So, Miles, uh, what have you been brewing lately?
1: Well, we've got some right in front of us. I have an American Strong Ale that I made a little bit ago. Okay. I finally got it uh, kegged up. Thank you, by the way.
0: (laughs) Which we need to finish, because I have 10 gallons of blonde still sitting in the corner. No,
1: there's only one gallon of it, and we've probably consumed over half of it at this
0: point. Uh, At least, (laughs) That's what, uh, 12 bottles, roughly? uh, A little over 11. Okay, yeah.
1: Give or take, yeah. So... But cool. I think we started with even less than that. Fermentation was rough in a one gallon size <laughs> jug. <laughs> I probably lost a good two tenths. There of a wasn't mile. a huge yeast cake at the bottom of that jar either. There was, there was not. I forget what yeast strand I used, but uh, I'll have that for you in a couple minutes here. All right. Um, but it fermented really strong and really hard, really quickly, and then it uh, it sat in primary for. Quite a while.
0: Okay, um, brewing wise, I have not accomplished a whole lot. Uh, we've scheduled tentatively our experimental brew day, and I'm really excited about that. I've been dreaming about all those English <laughs> beers. I know it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. For those of you who don't know, we are trying, essentially, going to find out which English yeast strain from Y yeast will make the best English bitter using my English bitter recipe because let's be honest, it's amazing, right guys? It's pretty damn good. It's right? pretty damn good. It's sure. one of the great Carlos you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos will not stroke my ego. No. Wow. Alright, well uh, beer, so. if you can't tell I'm a few beers in already. <laughs> uh so I apologize in advance. Let's just make sure this is actually recording. All right, we're good.
2: <laughs> oh, That's it's good gonna be to one of those days. It's
0: gonna be one of these uh shows. It's our first evening show in ever, I think.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I think so, we only recorded in the mornings or in early afternoon.
0: So this is almost like homebrew bound, unhinged. Right? Homebrew bound, after dark. Homebrew bound.
1: We don't have to work after this.
0: <laughs> homebrew bound. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, we have Miles' beer, uh, did you name this beer, Miles?
1: Uh, devil's Right Hand, I think is what I called it.
0: Devil's Right Hand. Well, that's yes. been the devil's left. What? What?
2: Don't worry about it. <laughs> it Does it the right hand to know what the I, left hand's doing? I was going to say something, but you know, <laughs> we are trying to keep this show PG.
0: <laughs> that might be out of... The- this one might get the NSFW tag we'll find <laughs> oh, out by the end of this show. Right? Not- right uh, and later in the show, we are trying a beer from Three Sheeps. Uh, ah. It's their latest in... What is it? Uh, uh, nimble Lips and uh, Noble Tongue. Noble Tongue. Uh, it ha- It's an IPA with squid ink. I actually received an email from Grant uh, talking with a little bit about the beer, so I'll read parts of that when, you know, that when comes we, up. When <laughs> we get there. Uh, we tried it on the Department of Defense this past weekend, and overall impressions were very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, the beer's very solid, yes, so yes. I, I'm excited to get it in front in more of a formal beer tasting setting.
1: Well, nifty. Uh, Speaking of, shall we get to mine?
0: Yes. Yeah, we were getting there, but then I wanted to. I wanted to tell people what was coming. Gotcha. In the rest of the show. Okay. So yeah, uh, Carlos, why don't you start with your notes here? Uh, Well, hang on. I take that back. Before we do that, let me uh, read the overall impression that you should be getting from this beer, according to the BJCP style guidelines. Uh, it's an ale of significant alcohol strength, bigger than strong bitters and brown porters, though usually not as strong or rich as barley wine. Uh, usually tilted toward a sweeter, maltier balance. Uh, and the quote here is: "It should be a warming beer of the type that is best drunk." in half pints by a warm fire on a cold winter's night, uh, and that
2: was said by Michael Jackson. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Did he touch any children afterwards?
0: No, oh, different Michael Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Different, different this, Michael this Jackson. Is, this is the godfather of craft beer we're talking <laughs> about here. <laughs>
1: don't badmouth him.
0: I can't you know, I don't have a warm fire and a cold winter going on right now, but you, I think that weeks. everything else, though, it seems to fit in. It, uh it seems to have that and it has a nice strong taste going on with it are you picking out any specific flavors i uh i'm currently unable to i kind of have a little bit of a cold i'm afraid but i I, what taste i am picking up i do enjoy all right
2: i'm enjoying this uh eric um it's it's good stuff man um i have quite a few notes here um the smell is, is really tasty. Uh, I pick up a lot of like maple syrup. Um, good malt smell to it, which I like because I'm a fan of malty beers. Um, the color is, is good, just strong amber color. You know, Looks really pretty when you look at it. Um, the mouthfeel is, is good. It's, it sits in your mouth well, and it kind of makes you feel like you want to chew on it. Like We used Chewy earlier, and we thought that was all kind of funny, but um, it does kind of make you feel like you want to eat it. Um, The taste is really good. I I like the bitterness of it. Um, uh, Nice, dark, rich, malty character. A bit of raisin in there, I I detect, um, and some, like, burnt sugar. Uh, But I'm picking up, like, an aftertaste that's kind of weird to me. I can't really describe it. It's almost like... um, uh, like like a cleaning product kind of flavor there's something a little uh, uh mineraly yeah, or I mean, like maybe like iron just yeah, a little bit maybe maybe it was the water that you used or something I, I don't know but yeah it's got it's got a i guess like a metallic kind of tinge yeah. to it which i mean i'm not complaining i think it's delicious um maybe next time that you try this recipe it's something that you could you could work on a different water source or something All
0: right uh yeah uh the nose I, I pick up a lot of raisin and maple, uh, and just uh, that malt sweetness really comes through in the nose. It's I love the aroma. I think the aroma is spot on. Mm-hmm. Don't change a thing there. Appearance, absolutely gorgeous. You hit the color that I think you were going for. Pretty much yes. But it's it's within style and uh, it's clear. You don't have that cloudiness that I was expecting. Considering this was in a fermenter less than 10 hours ago. Yes. Or less than 12 hours ago. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, the head, it's it's there. The, there's a little bit of lacing, which, I mean, it could be a little better. But something something with this high of alcohol, you don't really expect a whole lot. Uh, so you nice, thin head. Uh, Mouthfeel? That was the one thing that that tripped me up a little bit. It's a little thinner than I thought it should be. It yep. should be just a little bit more chewy, a little bit. Uh, I don't know if that's just because you missed your gravity, or maybe you need to add some oat or something like that to the recipe just to boost that sure, we'll, a little we'll, bit. Sure, we'll
1: get to that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, other than that, I think the flavor is fantastic. Uh like Eric was saying that maple and raisin really comes through that yep. malt sweetness and there's um, and I didn't notice at first but the more I drink of it I just pick up a little a little like metallic or uh, just something on the back and that's not it that shouldn't that's not, shouldn't it's not the greatest yeah. but it goes away quickly and there's another sip waiting there for me so yeah
1: yep uh, no I was actually uh, all things considered very pleased with how this beer came out um, This was made with a brand new setup that I had made. Uh, it was untested, except to say that I made one beer before it, uh, literally right before I made this one. So okay. I didn't even ha- have the opportunity to see how the first one turned yeah. out before I jumped right into this. And as far as a one gallon batch goes, this was a big beer. I was supposed to get, uh, what's the original gravity over there?
2: Uh, let's see.
1: Come on, you're supposed to be on the ball.
2: Yeah, why don't (laughs) you have his recipe up? Gee whiz. Gee, I didn't know it was that late Uh, on me. No, uh, if Uh, you look at the right. You have the computer uh, in front of you. Uh,
1: 1.096. Okay, that, uh, 10.96 is what I got. I think I was shooting for about 11.20. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it was supposed to be a big beer. Uh, for one gallon, I think it was a little over three pounds of... Malt.
0: Did we take an? Did you get an FG at all or not?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't. I pretty much went from fermenter to keg. Okay. Um, But I'm assuming that.
0: Did you use a clean yeast?
2: Which yeast did I use? Scottish Ale, why yeast 728, 71%. Okay. Intonation.
0: I guess I'm not picking up a whole lot of the yeast character, but I mean, a Scottish <clears throat> Ale is what I would use here, or even a an English Ale, yep. just for some of that English yeast character.
1: Yeah. Um, I wasn't really looking for too much of the English yeast character, ex- or excuse me, any yeast character, except maybe a little bit of the phenolic, because uh-huh. I personally just wanted it to be a malt bomb. Um, and... Considering that, I ended up about 25 points low on my original gravity, which is probably why you're picking out some of the thinness. It's not yeah. as warm. It's not quite as chewy as I would have expected to. But that considered, all of the characteristics are still there. They're just a little subdued compared to what I had in mind.
0: Okay. So. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, what's, what was your recipe? Let's go for that.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, 2.25 pounds Maris Otter uh, Pale. Uh, 0.4 pounds of crystal, 0. 0.4 pounds Munich, 0. 0.2 pounds of biscuit, and 2.2 uh, 2. 2 pounds of aromatics. As far as the fermentables, it's so
0: hard for me to judge. Yeah. Like a one-gallon batch, I'm not used to those. Oh, we should it. almost get them in percentages. Can Can Bruto uh, do that?
2: Yeah, it's got percentages here. So All right, let's do percentages. 65% of Maris Otter, 11 okay. for crystal and Munich, 5% for biscuit and aromatic. Okay. What so. was,
1: or what, which crystal is it?
2: Uh, 60. Okay. Crystal 60. Okay.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, that, that seems like a great recipe. Um, another thing you could do to, uh, for, well, no, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Yeah. W- what's the know. hop schedule?
0: 60 minutes, warrior. Uh, oops. why warrior? Were you just looking for just the bitterness? Yeah, I was you just You wanted it looking... to, to hold up.
1: Yeah, I wanted it to just hold up. Uh, and be
0: cheap. And be cheap. Well,
1: <laughs> when you're making one gallon, it's cheap.
0: Yeah, but you know you're looking at how much? How much warrior did he use? Uh, point six one six ounce. Okay. So, well, you use point one six ounce of warrior instead of half an ounce of uggle. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I've I've just always liked the the bitterness quality that I got from warrior. Yeah. Warrior has a nice clean it, bitterness. I found. Clean, and, um and. I chose that because the the cleanness of the bitter allows it to offset uh the overwhelming sweetness of this beer without having a quality of its own uh It just balances out the sweetness without starting to overpower it with any other sort of flavoring qualities
0: uh as this beer warmed up uh I will say that that metal came through a lot more yeah I like I, that agree. that minerally the it is, yeah. yeah. Um, Um,
1: I did end up using New Richmond well water.
2: Okay. Um, That's probably why then if you're using well water, well water is is usually usually very hard. hard, Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I guess I didn't consider that when I was making it. I just knew where I was going to be when I was making it. I think we
2: felt the the off taste.
0: Yeah. Well, and so that that came through a lot more and I lost some of those raisin Mm -hmm. uh, maple notes as well. So, when we had it chilled that way, it was phenomenal, and as it warmed up, like, a little bit less. And that's not really it. I mean, if we're complaining about the water profile at this point.
1: <laughs> Splitting hairs.
0: Right? No. Um, but
1: no, I, I appreciate the notes. Um, again, I'm, I'm very pleased with how all of this came out. It sat in the uh, primary way longer than I would have wanted it to, but I kind of ran out of small carboys to transfer from one to the I other. I
0: think... I've- I don't really see I don't know i I know you like to get your beers into I guess secondary yeah, yeah off off of the primary yeast cake I don't know i'm I don't worry about it too much, and we'll have a really good example of something that's been on the primary yeast cake for well about three months before I actually get it off with these mm-hmm. blondes here, so we can we can actually do a taste test and figure out uh if we think that there is something detrimental to it,
1: okay. Well, this was uh, well. it had a small yeast cake, and it was on there for probably f- four or five months.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. That yeah. doesn't seem bad
1: to me at all. It for me, it's a but still sort of thing. But still, exactly. Um, but no, if I was going to try and do this again, I would um, probably try to scale back the recipe size, okay. so that it could, or I would tr- probably try and find a way to back up the.
0: Uh, See, I would almost scale points. this up and throw it in a barrel. Yeah. Like, well, well, no. I was I'm surprised I would that uh, yeah. you,
1: like, I, I scale back one gallon even further? No, what, it, what I mean is scale it back so that it can actually hit the gravity I was Oh, for. okay.
0: Uh, well, you should have your your uh, system dialed in where you could hit it or at least bump it up with some sort of extract or yeah, dextrose or something. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. If, um, if I could try and make it just a little bit smaller, get some extra extraction from it and then back it up with a little DME or LME or yeah. whatever um, I, th- I could really bring this out to the potential it has
0: what do you think about throwing a bourbon soaked oak spiral in this fantastic I think I think this beer really lends itself to it because on its own it's clean um, and it's not two dimensional but there's not a whole lot going on like it's not overly complex it,
1: it's the 25 points
0: that it lost yeah uh,
1: that I I blame it entirely on that.
0: No, but I like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, I know. I think it would just really like this beer even like especially with those 24 points lost where it's it's not super complex. You add that that oak and maybe even bourbon soaked oak and you get those notes of vanilla and that's like toast. I really think that would elevate this beer up to a, you know a 35-40 point beer.
1: I I agree actually. I'm this I don't know. This flavor, this kind of flavor profile, really does lend itself towards yeah. barrel aging of some sort, um, and that's mostly what I was going for with the American American side of this kind of strong beer, as opposed to the English, where I think most English style beers, uh, English ingredients have so much character of their own. That it's almost painful to want to cover it up with.
0: Yeah. Well, especially if you're using English malts. Yes. English malts have a gorgeous character that's just really accented by an English yeast Uh, uh, and And, English hops, too. And English hops. And you really don't want to cover that with anything.
1: Yeah. And so that's why I went for the American strong as opposed to like
0: a straight up English old ale. We Americans are really good at being covered up by more interesting things.
1: (laughs) esoteric
0: esoteric there you go speaking of esoteric uh do you have anything any any last notes that you want to leave on your beer what would you change
1: uh i think primarily just revisit my ability to brew this beer properly and by that i mean the mash schedule and getting the proper extraction um before i tried to actually change the recipe otherwise i would probably look at uh, making sure my water profile isn't quite as hard um, uh, okay. Those, yeah, that, th- that would be like the first thing I would change. Then I would do a rebrew, see how it turns out, and then I would try and refine actual recipe from there.
2: Uh, I think, dude, it's definitely really good. It it fits in the kind of beers that I like to drink, and I would like to see you brew this one again um, with better water this time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know water would definitely help this beer. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I, I would say that perfection is within sight. Yeah, for it. yeah, I think yeah, and I, I think that's kind of been the theme of the show so far. Is uh, besides uh, one or two beers that we've tried on the show, uh, the brewers know what they're doing and they know they're they're usually it's just one or two things. Uh, nine times out of ten, it's fermentation. Uh, but yours wasn't really a fermentation issue; it was the water profile. Yeah, and one yep. once you hit water profile, you're really getting nitpicky. Yeah, which. I guess you being a host of the show, we have to be nitpicky about <laughs> Same reason, like, anytime I bring a beer on, I'm just terrified.
1: And- <laughs> I, no. So I made this beer. It was the second one. The first one was a big stout that ended up being at my buddy's place so that we could bottle it. Didn't happen yet, but he said he smelled it, and he said it was awful. And so I was super worried bringing this
0: on. <laughs> it, it didn't
1: smell bad, but I had no clue. I had no clue what to expect. I I was terrified.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, going around the table right now is uh, an IPA made with squid ink.
1: Yes, squid ink.
0: Squid ink. It's made by three sheeps. Uh, I I have some. I'm good. It pours just an inky black with a gray head. For the it's, first
1: time, this is the most appropriate use of that term.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the the way the beer looks is phenomenal. I think it's one of the most gorgeous beers I have ever poured into a glass.
1: I don't know that foam looks really goofy.
0: I know well that no, that's that's part of what looks, I love about it. it. looks it's, great. It's like this purplish gray yep. and
2: never seen a uh, uh, had that color before. It, I, it it does look like dirty mop water, but. <laughs> It should look like dirty mop water because it's made with fucking with, with squid. squid ink. Yes. <laughs> I mean, All right. It's, so, mild, it's mildly
1: disconcerting.
2: It, it is. Um,
1: oh. oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say. But to be fair, going in, knowing that it was made with squid ink, y- you know, I have almost no expectations. Is. Carlos
0: moment. is going to just try to write with his <laughs> finger. I could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I, I got this beer on Friday. For for the Department of Defense, I picked up two bottles. We had one on the show, and then I figured I'd save one for this show because it's such an interesting beer. This beer hit the market so recently that I couldn't find anything on Beer Advocate or Rate Beer on this beer. Wow! So I went straight to the source. I interviewed or I uh, I, I sent an email to Grant Polly, uh, who's the head brewer and owner of Three Sheeps Brewing. We had him on the show a few. I guess a couple ago. of months ago now. Well, 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 it's been a that, couple of months now. It wasn't that
2: long ago. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah, we was. Yeah.
0: We're, yeah. Was we mo- Time moves fast here. So uh, he's, he's been on the show, and he's a friend of the show. So I, I sent him an email. I asked him three questions. Number one, what sort of character is the Ink supposed to impart on the beer? Uh, his response was, the Ink, uh, being briny, is salty which makes sense. So this character enhances the hop profile, actually making the beer hoppier. Beyond that, there's a touch of brine or ocean in the aftertaste and just a hint on the nose. Which, I I I mean, we'll we'll all get into the tasting in a bit here. Uh, And then I asked him uh, if there was anything he'd tell me about the specific recipe. Um or if it was just a version of water slide, which is what I guessed on the show the other day. Yep, that's
2: what and you said. And he said,
0: said uh, it is a ver- variation of water slides. They have, uh, their IPA is called Really Cool Water Slides. Um, it has a modified hot profile to complement the squid ink, but it's a very similar malt, malt bill. And then the final question, which I seem think is the most important question is how much ink did you use
1: thank you I've been waiting right? for that one
0: you're going to be disappointed with the answer
1: ah uh, it's not a lot
0: is it grant said I think the quantity may need to be a trade secret <laughs> Half the oh, fun of brewing is experimenting on. and perfecting, so I think we may need to come or this on. one may need to be played with for anyone that is interested. He will not tell us how much is in
1: it. <laughs> See, and the thing is is I didn't even want to know. Uh, so, I was the one who actually asked these sorts of questions to Casey, which I think then prompted him to want an yep. email. Um I didn't even want to know for the purpose of trying to replicate this. I just wanted to know for the purpose of like how much ink am i about to imbibe? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because like when i first saw this the the first images i had in mind was watching someone take a sip Saying it's good, and then smiling and seeing Every like, these black, black outlines around Does not dogs. stain your
0: teeth.
2: Tried that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first thing that, <laughs> that he tried to figure out. Yeah. After he drank it, he's like, all right, everybody, look at your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> all right,
0: so th- those were Grant's uh, words on it. He really wanted to know if we liked it. I-, I sent him back saying everyone on the Department of Defense liked it. so we'll You should have just
1: sent him a URL to, this, or to that
0: episode. I'm sure he's a subscriber. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> You shouldn't always just assume. I know. Like well, I'll send him. I'll definitely send him one to this because good. good he good. is a friend of the show. After he is, all. he is a friend of the show, and I don't think he's heard the show yet. So, Fair Carlos, enough. we're going to start with you. Uh, give Miles because you've tried it before, and Eric has tried it before. Give Miles a chance to actually taste it. Well, as you know, uh, Wisconsin is about as far away from the ocean as you could possibly be. But I you know if I was uh, if you sh- if you had like maybe some a recording of like the sound of the sea going on in the background if you could just close your eyes and just have the glass with you just drink about, I think that'd be just perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good image. Yeah, I, I do enjoy this beer a lot. Uh, I like the the uh, little bit of squid ink seems to does actually help bring out the IPA a lot. The, and, yeah, the hop. So, and like just the
2: a perfect amount of aftertaste just a, a little touch of the sea there yeah eric um well like the, the head like we were talking about to me it's so radical like for a beer you're just like is this even beer like who's pouring me a bucket of, of toilet cleanser or something you know <laughs> like it, it's it's really really cool and the color is just i mean it's it's like black hole black you know it like it sucks the light in from around well it. but if if,
0: you, know, if, if you if you let it set for a while it separates. I, I know, it's, I it separates, yeah. and you can and you, you can, can see, see the, the ink, ink Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I,
2: I saw that the other day, and um, well, yeah. Now that we got that information from Grant, I can definitely see the the uh, inky like brine flavor bringing out yeah. that, the hops, um, which is is a genius thing. And then you get that little bit of ocean flavor, you know, just that that little hint of of like seawater or something, you know, and it's. It's refreshing. It's like good little spritz. Um, as far as uh, – as we've used the word like three times before, as far as esoteric beers go, this is one of my favorites. Like this is one that you have to – you probably have to be a fan of beer to even try. You know, you you have to like it because um, if somebody was like, hey, you want this beer with squid ink? Most people would be like – the. No, no. <laughs> you know, you're crazy, but yeah. Actually, I, I got it's, that
1: response several times at work. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's a hugely interesting
2: drink. It's yeah, awesome.
0: uh, I think at work you should just point them to this and be like, you know what, these guys know their beer and they have been raving about it because I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, especially, I got this email this morning and I was thinking back and I'm like, I can't wait to try it again with this information. But thinking back, yeah, I could get. Uh, all that, all of the things he was talking about, mm-hmm. especially in the aroma. Yeah, it it smells like the ocean. It sure does. Like you're like you're standing on like a seaside cliff somewhere, and just ocean spray, and just elicits a lot of, I guess, uh, poetic and visceral responses in my brain. It's just like, yes, I ocean.
2: Can, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. It's definitely uh,
0: flavor-wise. the The salt really brings out those hop characters. And when I think of salt, uh unfortunately, my only uh, dealings with salt and beer is the goza that Miles brought in, and it tasted like drinking a beer made out of <laughs> seawater. <laughs> Which it was your first goza and yep. I that might have like it we we've talked about we went into depth on that on the episode and the episode after that actually.
1: talking about the episode where we went in depth about it
0: yes so I, it- I won't I won't bring that back up again <laughs> except that I did but other than that i I I love this beer. This beer is phenomenal. And Grant said he's hoping that people like it so he can make more. And I want him to make more. I want this in six packs.
2: Yeah, no shit. I, I want to be able to go and buy this one and then just get drunk off of it You know, one day. Uh, I'm sorry, I did say the S word, but <laughs> you're good. You're good. This is this is. I think
0: this is going to get the tag. This is uh, homebrew bound after dark. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: Where we drink the extra special. We dark you beer. might
0: even have to do an extra long episode and just try some beers. Okay. I don't know if we have any others to try, but we'll <laughs> figure it out. Honestly, I would be curious if I drank wait, enough- Carlos. You, you do you have any Oud Brun left? I do. Ooh. Ooh, I I I have. To, I'm curious. Like, if I drink enough of this beer, would it change the color of my urine? Yes. Really? You think yeah. so? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you've heard from the three people who have tried it before. Let's hear from Miles. Who was
1: the first person who saw an eight-legged sea creature he was squirt Japanese. out this black stuff and said, hey, I want to put
2: that in my mouth? <laughs> it was Japanese. Totally Japanese. I would assume. Oh, does so. a black ink look a very good? No. Why would it have
0: to be Japanese? It's just anybody who's drunk. Well, no. Though they probably started with sushi. They're just like broom, on some rice, and they're like, "All right, let's do this." It does a look
1: a very good. Go Maybe it was just rice. a very unfortunate uh, snorkeler. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't know. Anyways, no. I think this beer is fantastic. I'm actually very, very impressed. I, I, I was telling Casey that when I imagined what ink. Squid ink would taste like. I was guessing iodine I I don't know why this. Uh, is kind yeah, of a, I get the. You I, uh, I it, understand. It's just what came to mind. Anyways, what it gives is like this um, full-bodied texture to the way bitterness f- tastes. Yeah. It, it it like gives a feeling to the bitterness. It's really interesting. That's true. It, yeah. It gives
2: it, it gives it weight. That's very true. It does. It gives it weight in your mouth. That's for sure.
1: I I almost get like this bready kind of characteristic in the background um i all of the ocean metaphors are very present and and obvious but what's interesting is this is like the first example of what i imagine a black ipa should be it's like an india pale ale that is as silky smooth and almost as dense as a stout with almost none of the flavor characteristics that go with it
0: that's right instead of adding roast malt you guys should have been adding Squid ink. Squidding. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> this should have been
1: like beer one oh one.
0: You know, it's awesome. Grant, in you hindsight. need to like go to Siebel and just teach these people.
2: Yes. Get on it, bud.
1: <laughs> the color is fantastic. <clears throat> the flavor, the texture is is all there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's classic IPA flavor. It's just got this whole new Uh, velvety, silky, inky uh, mouthfeel to it. And it really kind of opened up a a new category or a new area of beer to explore.
0: So you've been giving me crap for loving Three Sheeps, like raving about Three Sheeps for the past few months. And I think this justifies it all. They're doing stuff with beer that I've never seen before, especially this one right here. I mostly give
1: you a hard time because it's fun. I know. Um, but if I was going to give a counter example, I'd say Oso. Okay. Their their main line isn't exactly fantastic, but if you look at their barrel program, that's that's pretty pretty darn cool. Yeah. And some really tasty beer.
0: Yeah, but I this this blew me out of the water. I had no idea what to expect. And a beer this good that's so far out of left field is amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be a good way to put it. I mean, who the heck would think of that at all?
0: Yeah, who goes squid ink? Let's put that in the beer. <laughs> Apparently Grant, if from geniuses. <laughs> <Right? laughs> Grant's a genius. Well,
1: it begs the question, what would come next? Not necessarily from Grant, but what's now considered left field, now that we've put squid ink in Who's
0: going to open up the first craft beer sushi bar? Cuz I'm in.
1: Are there many beers delicate enough to go with sushi?
0: Who cares? Sushi's delicious and so is
1: beer. Oh, dude, we should reinvent the pilsner.
0: I went I went uh we were at we were at a sushi restaurant yeah. on Saturday and I just I was drinking Day Tripper and sushi. Sure. That yeah, was good. Is that New Holland? No, Day Tripper's from a brewery in duluth i believe
1: i'm thinking night tripper yeah
0: uh it's it's not fickers it's i can't remember (laughs) it's on untapped google it i've been drinking a lot all right uh well i guess we're pretty much at the end of the episode unless carlos wants to sacrifice one of his sued bruins to the good of the show why would I want to do something like that? <laughs> I'd have to go all the way upstairs to grab it. There is that. We could we could fill it. With Nobody has room talk. in their glass right now. Carlos, is that a challenge? <laughs> <laughs> it is merely a statement of fact right now. Eric does. Eric, Eric has an empty glass. Yeah, but I don't, do I? No, don't you dare. <laughs> come on, Carlos. Come on. All right, give me a second. <laughs> all right, well, Carlos is doing that. All right, well, while Eric is doing that... Uh, what's have you tried any interesting beers lately, Miles? Like just anything that stood out?
1: Yeah, you know what I tried. Um, hurricane Hurricane High Gravity Lager. How was that? Terrible. Why? Because I'm poor at the moment.
0: <laughs> okay, so it didn't taste terrible. It was just terrible for your. No book. Can no, I get it, some of that water?
1: It tasted terrible.
0: That was terrible. I know.
1: Um, interesting. Oh, you know what? I had um, Kentucky Bourbon Peach White.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, you tried to sell me one of those bottles the other day.
1: I just kind of <laughs> mentioned it at you.
0: That was a sales pitch. Not a very good one, but a sales pitch nonetheless.
1: No, no, wait a minute. What was this? Peach? Uh, Kentucky Bourbon Peach White. So Kentucky Brewery, they have basically their thing is, is any beer that they make is bourbon barrel aged. So right. they have a regular ale, they have a, in a they have a stout, they have a barley wine. I think those are the the three that I've seen. Beyond the bourbon peach white, which is a white ale with peaches, and then they bourbon barrel age it. Mm-hmm. That is all sorts of contradictory flavors going on in there.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, all things considered, I think they did a pretty darn good job.
0: But peach is such a delicate flavor.
1: Well, it was, um, it was mostly in the background. You could tell that it was there throughout the entire thing. Unfortunately, it didn't seem to be the point of the beer. It was
0: kind of... Um, Just something they threw in?
1: It was an identity crisis. And okay. I was like, do I want to be peachy or do I want to be bourbony or do I want to be a white ale ish kind of beer? And the the weird thing is, is that all three of those aspects were fighting at the exact same level. So it's like they were even and balanced, but they were still fighting, and so it was very interesting and I would have to have it probably two or three more times before I'd decide I'd actually like it or not.
0: Okay. All right, Carlos. Well, this Udbrun that's going around. You've had what, two or three bottles of, uh, or just one? Just one. Just one. Just one. What did uh, What did you What have you thought so far? Well, it was a week ago, so I do not recall what I was thinking at the time. Okay. I'm um. I know Miles. Uh, we I tried this at Eric's the other day, right? Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's a yeah. I think it was. Uh, it's not my favorite sour, but it was pretty good. Hey Casey, though.
1: do you want to read the side of the bottle for us real quick?
0: Uh, yeah, I I just wanted to hear finish. Okay. Charles finishes. Like that that is basically it. Like that was. Yeah. A, I enjoy. Like it was a good sour, but it it could have been better. Okay, That was about it. All right, uh, on the side of the bottle, this is one of Nouglaire's thumbprint series, uh, which is their one-off type deals. Uh, Our brewmaster, Dan, launched his Wild Fruit Cave this winter, brewing Oud Brun, a Flanders-style ale that is immensely complex, both tart and sweet. Uh, Soft toffee notes lead with a blend of Wisconsin, British, and German malts that first rested in the cool ship before spontaneously fermenting on oak in the cave. Hollertow hops matured in the horse barn, elegantly support... uh, Sparkling fruit notes that frolic before a punctuated oak finish. 100% naturally fermented in oak vessels, this is an elegant beer that can be enjoyed now or the patient few can lay in their personal cellar to age.
1: Wow. Okay. Words are hard.
0: I've been drinking a lot (laughs) as a painkiller, so (laughs) leave me alone. (laughs)
1: No, I'm actually quite, I'm personally quite fond of this beer. I know that it's very young compared to what its potential is. Yes. Um. I, what I like most about it is it has a champagne-like carbonation to it. It's very bright. It's very, uh, like, excited when you drink it. Um, But it's got so much more of a mouthfeel to it. And it's, like, very dry on the tongue, but the rest of your mouth stays very... The opposite, so see, I,
0: and I kind of fall in Carlos's camp where it's okay at best. Um, for me, I want a well, especially like when they're when they're saying sour. For me, yeah. a sour is something that almost makes me pucker. I want it to be dry, awesome, and just blow me away with 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 just the flavor of it. I, I need that to come through. And the the bugs are there. Maybe it's because it's so young, but I feel like it's almost too sweet.
2: If that I makes can, sense, yeah. I
0: can see that. I agree. I
2: I think it does need just a little bit more sour, at least. Yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that too. It's it's more like it's like halfway there, and it it seems like the intention uh, with the beer m- maybe. Like this was a bad batch or something. It doesn't have that sour quality to it. That's that, more like maybe this that was just upfront one, sourness. Yeah, that like this was more just like a mistake. Quick,
0: give it to yeah. the marketing department. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like and, a red that went bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and it's definitely like you said. It's a, it's a little too sweet. Um, to me, it's almost more like a champagne than it is like a yeah. beer. Uh, it's got a lot of fruity. it.
0: I would really like to see this in two years. Oh, like yeah. This, oh, the yeah, same yeah, batch? yeah. I, I Honestly, I think if they would have held on to the batch for six more months at the brewery and then released it, that might have been the better move.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose I'll back up uh, my previous comments with, I personally like the beer the way it is, although it does fall out of style. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so you, um, it seems like most of you are basically saying that it's not quite within the style, and the style is what you personally like or are looking for, mm-hmm. and it's not that, and that's yeah. true.
0: It does have a ninety MBA. Yeah, it's not a bad beer. I, I don't know if I'd give it a ninety. I, I don't think it deserves a ninety. No. I really don't. Like it's maybe t- maybe in a year and a half, two years.
1: It's it's sessional. It's tasty,
2: but. It's not a 90.
0: It's not a bad beer, but it also wasn't what I was looking for in a sour.
2: No. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree. I totally agree. It's not bad. It's just not not a sour. I think I would rate Miles' beer higher than this
0: one. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I would.
1: Would you rate it higher than Noble Lips? No. no. Nimble Tongue? Would you? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good beer. <laughs> yeah, that's it, delicious. Yeah. It, yeah. it it blew me away, did something different, and it was a beer that I'd never seen before.
1: I, I don't know. I Would you really call using squid ink different?
2: Yeah. Hell yeah, that's different. <laughs> How often do you drink squid ink? Not often enough. Well,
1: apparently once every 27 years, give or take.
2: <laughs> By the way, just as, as a little side note, uh, when we tried the beer uh, during Department of Defense, uh, later on that day, I looked up squid ink in cooking. And it's apparently, like, a really big thing. Yeah. Like, there was tons of recipes well, that, for, like, squid ink. So, well, pasta no. So, fr-
0: Friday night, I did a bunch of research on squid ink because... This. Because of that beer. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't find anything on the beer. And so, I wanted to figure out what kind of flavor we were looking for. And everything said briny, salty, that sea stuff. And so, like, that that was all I really had to go on. Right. It wasn't... I right.
1: wonder what the actual composition of squid ink is. Like, how much of it is, like... Seawater, for example. Oh, I mean, oh. if it make uh, I mean if it if you put it in something it and it tastes like seawater, yeah. you know, it kind of like begs the question. But it's,
0: it it seems like a softer seawater
2: taste than Yeah, it's not an overbearing one like if you were to make like a but
0: that'd also be the amount of yeah. squid ink. Well like I don't he know used... he could have used like two drops of squid ink In a 50,000 barrel. Yeah, who who knows, you know,
2: who knows. Um, I'm pretty sure just
1: by looking at the globules that collect at the bottom.
0: No, there's a lot of squid ink in there.
1: There's a lot of squid ink in there.
0: There is. I wish he would have told us how much. Darn it, Grant.
1: Secrets, buddy, secrets. We're going to have to barrage him with emails.
0: No, (laughs) no, you know what we have to do now? We have science. to buy squid ink. <laughs> and taste it? Have a squid Shit. ink taste No, it. and we, we, we have to like add it drop by drop into a pint glass <laughs> until we see. figure out how much he added. And then we'll send and it to him. Yeah,
2: send him a message like, ah, oh, we figured Is
0: figure this it how out. much? <laughs> <laughs> we got it, Grant. <laughs> so,
1: Casey, should that be one of our next experiments?
0: If it wasn't going to be so expensive, yes. Did you look at how much squid ink was? No, I don't want to know.
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty... I wouldn't be surprised if it's something that you couldn't just farm relatively easily.
2: Uh, maybe um, there are there a lot of squid ink farmers though? Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, it might. Oh, be, hang on. It might be something that's easy to get, but it, it, at the same time, it's not something. At least yeah, in this part, part of, of the world, of. is not. Yeah, it's not something.
0: Well, that's hang on. After, so. Squid ink on.
2: Uh, well, that's squid ink sauce. Hang on. <laughs> Yeah, you want the actual, like, sacks. Squid ink, ink sacks. extract. You don't want, you know, the already squirted well, ink. You, you can't have, do that. You don't, you don't
1: necessarily squid have Squid ink
0: things. glass jar, 3.2 ounces, fourteen ninety five. You know, that's actually not bad. That's not bad. bad. That's not terrible. That's a lot of squid ink. <laughs> oh, 17 and a half ounces for $26. Oh, that's, oh, okay. uh, that's much you, better. There you deal. go.
1: That's like... A pint. That's a lot of squid. Ink right <laughs> that's there. like a pint of squid ink. Uh,
0: squid ink, point uh, one four ounces times twenty pieces for eight fifty.
1: No, that's not bad. That's really not that bad.
0: No, no, I, I like. Uh, oh, and and one point one pound of squid ink, thirty
2: eight dollars. <laughs>
1: bad. Well, to be fair, how much does squid ink weigh?
2: Not it can't be much. Well, I mean, I usually one pound of inks. squid ink weighs one
0: pound. Could we just get like Good six pound you. of squid, harvest the ink, and then make a bunch of calamari?
2: Yeah, probably. Wouldn't that be way if more got, delicious? Yeah, if you got
0: fresh ones, yeah.
1: Do you want to harvest the ink?
2: No, I just want to eat the calamari. I'll harvest the ink. I think that would be fun as shit. And then we can eat the calamari. Then we can have calamari. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I like
2: where this is going. This I is like, like it. I like it. Let's do it. This it's is going to be delicious. We'll have calamari. All right.
0: Well, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that off the air <laughs> over a little bit. How much of BNS money we're going to spend on squid ink.
2: <laughs> Remember our Patreon so you can right. buy us squid ink.
1: <laughs> if, if you want to see us do something with squid ink, join Patreon and donate a dollar towards the cause.
0: Next month is Bold Testicles. <laughs> okay. Did you not hear about the Rocky Mountain Rocky Oyster Ma- Stout? Yeah. Oh, Rock- I've oh, heard about no, that. I,
1: I've heard about that. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. And the oyster stout, I think, would be fun to do sometime too. Uh, we did one. We did the. Um, well, we tasted one. We oh, really oh, to, oh, Make one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Well, I don't have a whole lot else to say. I don't know,
1: Carlos. Any last Carlos? Comments? Do you have say any
0: uh, other comments on the Yudbrun, or do just not. comments in general? I have no
1: comments in general. He just wants more of it.
0: It's <laughs> very good. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate agreed. it. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Then <laughs> that's the end of the show. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. No, I was waiting for the music to pop in, but then I realized the I had ultra. it muted. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this show or any of our other shows, uh, remember that you can support us on patreon.com slash blindedstudios, or if you go to our homepage at blindedstudios.com, you can find the Patreon link at the bottom there. Uh, It is a recurring tip jar where you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and we give you something special, and you help put beer on the table so we can talk about it. All right, uh, or you can use our Amazon affiliate link at blindedstudios.com and just click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the homepage to do your regular Amazon shopping, and we just get a small cut of that from Amazon, so it doesn't cost you anything but just a little bit of time and really, what is two clicks? Because, well, actually one click because our homepage should be your homepage. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, I if you have did. any feedback on this episode or any of their shows, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at slash blinderstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja.
1: And, and I'll see, see you, you guys next
2: week. Next week. Peace.